from Scotston. This is the Glasgow Warriors official podcast with Jack and Ashy. Welcome back to Warriors Weekly, the official Glasgow Warriors Club podcast. As always, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Acast and every other podcast platform. I'm Jack Reed. With me is Adam Ash. Ashy, how does that victory over Scarlet's rate in terms of your games playing for this club? Definitely top three. Yeah? Top three, I think. Um, aye, I'd say going off the kind of elation mm-hmm. that I had at the end of the game is probably in my top three. Don't ask for the other two, but... Um, I it just it was unbelievable. I think to you know obviously going into the game we were probably underdogs, mm-hmm. uh, missing quite a few guys and, and then all things with how many guys we were missing and what yeah that's pretty much that same starting fifteen came up here and did to us in the playoffs. Yeah, completely. I mean, it's uh, it's phenomenal stuff. I mean, and obviously to go down with a red card. Um, so talk the, us through it. What was the pre pre game chat like? Fuzzy as captain, how was he? Um, Did he get you all riled uh, up in the dressing room? There was a few comments in the warm-up saying it was a bit flat. And, you know, like that's quite normal, you know. Mm-hmm. A couple of little jags in there just to get the guys kind of picked up a little bit. Um, and then we just kind of, you know, Fuzzy Fuzzy does get the guys pretty riled up. He's, he's passionate about the club and, you know, he's been here for a long time. So, uh, you know, we, we went out of the changing rooms and, and we were ready to go. Um and I think we started off the game pretty well, and obviously then sort of ten minutes in or something, I think it was the the red card incident, which I don't so think 19. anybody. Yeah, so is it nineteen? Andy Allen sent off the first uh, nineteen minutes went quick, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, nobody was expecting it. We were thinking, oh, it's probably going to be a penalty or something, but you know the way the the rules are changing and stuff in the game, obviously we've seen the red card coming out, and I was like, oh. and then I said to Tim Swinson, I don't think that's a red. And him being a referee, he said, nope, that is a red direct contact to the head. He straightened me up quickly. Um, This is the Glasgow Warriors official podcast. As someone who's been so invested in like a professional sporting career for so long, you've now got this new thing, which is the most important thing in your life. Has it changed your perspective at all? You've played a couple of games since. Have you noticed the change early on in terms of just your, your mindset when it comes to everything, I'd imagine? Um, yeah, probably getting a little bit better at just switching off. You know, when you go home, you kind of get your head away from, get the, your head out of the books and, and stop worrying about rugby because, you you know, you've got your hands full. And um, I think everyone says that. Renz actually said to me the day I came back in, he was like, it's mad. You know, you've just got this little thing that you've just got this unconditional love for out of nowhere and it kind of just consumes your whole heart and, your you know, your whole life. And it's, it's so true. It's um, Obviously, rugby is now kind of not the, the mm-hmm. most important thing in my life. And... It's been great, I think. Um, yeah, who knows? I've not played too much, but um, yeah, fingers crossed that it'll reflect well in uh, my performances in the future. Dave, what point in your life were you when you when your your firstborn showed up? Were you still playing? Were you? Yep, yeah, I was still playing. He uh, he was a good boy. He, he arrived on a Sunday afternoon, and um, well, we were playing a lot of footy on Sundays in those days, and played two Sundays in a row. We we played a Saturday, and then two Sundays again, and he turned up in the middle. So. Uh, He's, he's been a fantastic kid ever since. Uh, I, as I mentioned to Horney, it's a pretty special experience. And um, oh, look, I reckon maybe, maybe as um, rugby players and that sort of thing, we can become self-absorbed with what we're doing. And you, know, you have a child and your whole life and your mindset changes. So uh, it's pretty special. The official Glasgow Warriors podcast. <laughs> Uh, Europe's around the corner. Um, you know our oppositions well. We were talking about it on the way yeah. in. 
Um, Saris, Saris first up. Did you ever play against Saris when you were at Bath? I did actually. Um, oh God! So we played Saris. I think we were up by two points with ten minutes to go, and Dan Bowden got a concussion, so I was on for the last ten. Um, I think it was only my sixth game for Bath, so I was absolutely cacking myself and. Um, I ended up going for a 45 metre drop goal Yes That <laughs> um, stinger written all over it <laughs> but, Which I obviously missed um, And they ended up Getting a penalty They ended up getting the ball back Got a penalty 45 out And took the kick um, To try and beat us And thank God he missed man Because oh, really? I would have got it <laughs> um, But yeah So I played them once But I know They're a good team So Jack and Ashy with the weekly Glasgow Warriors podcast. What was it like back in the day, Humps, in terms of you know the boys when they play nowadays? There's a hell of a lot of pressure put on them by the Welsh public and the Welsh media and stuff. What was it like back in your day? Because um, it's rugby's it's rugby daft down here. Yeah, right? uh, but the thing, the difference was then that um, there was I think there was the same amount of expectation and pressure but there was no access to you. Like, it was only in papers. So unless you actually picked up the paper and read it, then you could almost put yourself away from it. Um, People couldn't tweet you directly, letting you no, know what they thought. Yeah, and nobody, you know, no, like, every, every, everybody seems to be daft about comments, you know, comments on this, comments on that, that people can... But do you do, do you do you read what people say? Like, when you get, you'll get hundreds of tweets, but do, how much of that do you read, how much do you ignore? Um. I like to read it, if I'm honest. Uh, you know, I like to to feel appreciated in terms of you know if you've done a, something quite well. But I quite like when you do get that little bit of abuse and and stuff because it kind of fuels the fire a little bit more, doesn't it? Um, and you get to another opportunity to to make amends for it and and make them eat their own words. So, but look, everybody everybody's entitled to their opinion, and you know, everybody's going to have an opinion at some point. But you know, it's just learning to to deal with it and. You know, some people, you know, my problem back in, you know, a few years ago is I would let that get me down a little bit, but now I just, I kind of laugh at it and, as I say, try and make amends for it. And, um, but, you know, it's, I, I quite enjoy reading some of the comments because, you know, everybody thinks they know rugby, but when you actually read them, they have not gotten a scooby-doo <laughs> of what's happening. There's, um, you talk about, like, because people generally, like when, when I was playing, like they wouldn't come up to you in the street or say something to your face. It always had to be um, X, Y, and Z. But um, they used to like uh, it was, it was your, your family around you which seemed to bear the most of it. But I remember uh, my dad used to work just down the, down the road in, by the, the steelworks there, and um, some somebody in his works put the back pages of a paper on his desk like anonymously, so he mm-hmm. left it there, and um, the headlines were. Dump the hump, <laughs> <laughs> and he's got it framed. <laughs> Dump the hump, eh? What's that about? Oh, oh mate, well, that was classic journalism, isn't it? Oh, they're all the same. <laughs> That's quite a clever headline, isn't it? I quite like it. Uh, okay. A lot of thought put in there. <laughs> the latest from Scotston, the weekly Glasgow Warriors podcast. Now, I read somewhere recently that after your injury, you kind of struggled with rugby a bit. Talk us through that, because it must have been really difficult being so immersed in something and then having it taken away so so abruptly. Yeah, no, that's um, obviously spot on. I, uh, I, 
I did find it hard to watch it, and, and again, not not in a bitter way. It's just it was hard seeing guys who you know I used to play with not only at the Warriors but but in, in the Scotland team, you know, sort of sort of doing well and and uh, progressing as a team. And I I just felt you know like um, that it was that, that I wished I was a part of it to be honest. And uh, you know I struggled for a while, and it was it was nice seeing Max carry on and play for a few years, but but even seeing him play, you know, and uh, and knowing how how much I kind of thrived to, to sort of play alongside him and, and the other guys. It, it was really hard and it was only, it took a couple of years to be honest. And if, you know, even now, like, you know, walking, walking back and, you know, to Scottsdale and seeing some of the old, like, um, crew that used to be there, like the Shizzler and stuff, it, I don't think it ever leaves you as a player. Like, uh, and I think it's one of those things that until it's gone, you, you truly appreciate kind of what, what you have as a rugby player. This is the Glasgow Warriors official podcast. I think one of the things that's helped me understand as I've got older in sport like, is that you can never really control how you feel before a game. You're all over the place. Sometimes you feel really nervous, sometimes you feel really confident. But riding that wave is, is, is helpful to know that. Like, because you know when I played when I was a younger I'd certainly I'd want to feel the same way before every game and you if worry, I didn't feel that way you worry, yeah, you'd worry yeah. oh, I don't feel maybe I'm not up for it maybe you know you'd be thinking all, all right, these okay. things in your head but as you get older you start to kind of yeah. learn and realise that that's just natural to, to feel confident one minute and insecure the next and you know the more you can understand that the less that you actually get into a big thought storm in your head about it well there's one for me at the weekend like I, that was my first home game since October and um, like I love playing here, like playing at Glasgow when the crowd's bouncing, it's like a riot's about to kick off <laughs> just before the balls get thrown, and like it's brilliant. So I, w- I was sitting in the changing room, and it must have been about an hour before kickoff, and all of a sudden my heart started to go, and adrenaline was pumping, and I was sitting there, and I was like, getting a bit out of breath, I was like, oh my god, if it'd been a couple of years ago, I'd be like, oh, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. Because I was like, ner- like nervous, like you get nervous, it doesn't mean that you're you're panicking about what's going on but you get nervous because it's, it's a natural process and then I just like kind of calmed down and then went through my normal process and I was nervous because I hadn't played at home since October yeah, yeah. as you know it's been I hadn't played for Glasgow since the 9th of December mm-hmm. you know so it's it's the same when you go to Scotland like you, you get such big gaps between when you play international rugby you can be three, four, five, two years three mm-hmm. years you know you it's, you're going to be feeling different every single time you do it. You might come back from injury. You might have, you might be a married man with a kid since the last time you put you. All these things that you don't think factor into it do because they change your psyche and how you think about things. Like every little thing changes. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy with a kid might be going out and thinking right, right now I'm doing this because I've got another reason why I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Whereas a single guy that's not got a girlfriend might be like, I'm going out because I love doing this and I just want to bash people. I want a woman. I want, yeah, <laughs> and I want to go on my social media afterwards and see, my how, many people, in the crowd. see how many people have like DM me on Instagram. Like that. And it's just, it's daft. You think people don't think about this, but they do. 100% it goes through your head. Mm-hmm. So like learning that all these thoughts and all these emotions and all these different feelings are completely natural cycle of what every player goes through beforehand and I think the danger for some players is when they try and standardise the feeling before every single yeah. game and that's when you were saying like, that's tr- yeah. struggle street and trouble isn't it yeah, I mean, like, like, there's guys I know that do that and they are psychologically a complete wreck <laughs> and they stress the hell out of some people that they're playing with and the thing is you know, you always know that they're going to go out there and perform 
but it's a stressful place <laughs> being in their like surroundings yeah. before a game because you're like you're gonna feel different by the way. <laughs> so true. Yeah, and it's it, so true. It's, yeah, I think it's really interesting. The official Glasgow Warriors podcast. <laughs> Rob, thanks for joining us. Congratulations on your milestone. I know for a fact that your parents listen to the podcast. Do you have any messages for them early doors? Um, no, I spoke to them after the game, so I'm, I think they've, I think they've said and heard all they want from me. So, nah, they'll, they'll be fine. I've got something to say actually. Once Rob invited me to his house for dinner, and it was fantastic. I'd like to thank them for the hospitality. What was cooked? Uh, it was fajitas. Mm. Fajitas, extravagant, lovely stuff. So actually, I understand Rob was the one encouraging you to get into the world of podcasting. How, yeah. Tell us that story. Yeah. So. DJ Adam Ash introducing Warrior Podcast so a while ago probably a year and a half two years ago I'd done a bit of DJ and as some of you might know Rob encouraged me to start my own podcast where I would play music and it would be called Adam Ash Basecamp Podcast and it never came into fruition but we talk about it every day still. Well, we've got a new jingle there that we can use from now on. We can use that. That could be the, the intro music. Yeah, let's have that. Um, Bob, I understand you listen to lots of podcasts. What ones are you on at the minute? Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I listen, listen to a lot of stuff. Um, I've, also, I've got some stuff on pa- Patreon as well that I support. Oh, nice. um, the, the main ones, uh, Chapel Trap House, of course, big fan of that. What's that? Is that like uh, trap house music? Um, no, it's not. Because <laughs> uh, I know you like trap house have, music. Well, they have a, tra- a trap house intro song. Okay. So, but it's, uh, it's left wing politics. Um, it's very good. Uh, quite a lot of there's some sports stuff, American sports. Um, Corbin Smith's Take It or Break It podcast. If you like uh, an irreverent look at at the sports world. That tends to be the American style. Uh, Callum Gibbons turned me on to um, Philosophize This, which uh, discusses different different philosophers and, and ideas. You're scrolling through podcast. your podcast app here, and there are there are dozens. What, how do you find the time? Where do you where do you listen to your podcast? Um, I listen and um, I listen when I'm when I'm commuting into into work. Um, if uh, if I'm doing doing housework at home I, I like getting a, a podcast on as well and then and then just yeah basically any other time any other time I can find the time I just I just grab something put it on uh, quite like to have quite like to have it in the background and just just have some some entertainment or learning something you're like a sponge soaking up knowledge you're a knowledgeable guy I'd probably go as far as saying you're the smartest guy in the squad um I, I don't know about that. There's, there's a lot of smart guys. There's a lot of guys with uh, with with qualifications as well. So you know, there's there's guys. That's that is a good thing about the squad, though. There's there's guys you can you can have interesting discussion with all all through the team. So so I like that. I think I think probably the back row is particularly fertile for mm. that. That Chris Cesaro, Cesaro, yeah, yeah. Guys, yeah. But there's a lot of guys on the team intelligent and. I like to discuss things, yeah. The latest from Scottsdale, the weekly Glasgow Warriors podcast. 
Did you not? So, what, where did you you started Canvas Lang, right? Is that your first yeah, club? Canvas Lang was uh, my first club. Uh, my best friend growing up, Roy, uh, Roy Johnson, his dad, Chick, took me along. So I think I was, um, I think I was seven or eight, and uh, we just went down and we had a we had a football. Um, we were just trying to kick the football through the rugby posts, and then the dad taught us some sort of rules, and then we we're tackling. And then the, the next week was a game. Uh, I had no idea what I was doing, and then <laughs> yeah, I just loved it ever since. Um, I had a, had a good group of mates growing up. Um, rugby wasn't really big uh, in the school. I think it was just me and him. Me and Roy played at uh, Kings Park, and then uh, yeah, I just took it from there, and yeah, I loved it ever since. So, but I was there from I think seven or eight till I was sixteen. So, nah, so many people to thank from Canvas Line. I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for them. You must have always been the big kid. Yeah, the fat kid. The fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you don't know me. Well, I, I, I actually remember playing against Sevens. Sevens? I played or not, I played Sevens once, and uh, <laughs> Ashley came off the bus. So, <laughs> I don't know why I was playing Sevens. And it must have been under 15s. Ashley came off the bus. Jamie Batty came off the bus. Coldo. Who are these tanks? Sinky. And I was like, jeez. Um, so, are you playing for Hillfords then? I was playing in Stubborn County. Oh, right, so that's County. And we had an infamous team. Our age oh, grade was, uh, we had some huge units, like... Mm-hmm. So, for instance, Johnny was saying there, by the boy called Colin Hutton, massive big tight head prop, probably 30 stone, 150 kilos, 160 kilos. Uh, we had a Fastle guy, fast as a good rugby player, player. Like, he played, played for Southern County for 15, he was awesome. Then we had like uh, Adam Sinclair, who he plays the Heriots now, we had Jamie, uh, various other guys that were involved in age, Scotland Leishman. age grade at that point, awesome. Leishman, uh, Rainer Kennedy, a whole load of guys, so... Big goose. Yeah, I was. I think all the other teams were a bit uh, on edge when they were playing us, but yeah, we uh, we were pretty successful. Uh, it was always good to play against Big Johnny and lost seven five. Seven five. A classic. Taking goals. Taking goals. In seven, does that? Yeah. When did you first? When did you first play together then? Scotland under 17s it must have been was it? Uh, You've got a better memory than me I'm always really surprised at how good your memory is uh, I'm trying to think well, I never played then, but I always remember I remember going to Stroon with Ashie oh, I remember and, uh, that everyone, everyone was scared of big, Why big though? Um, what? Oh, I don't understand he was, a, he, was a, he was a tent leader big, uh, big Ashie I remember Some of the that things so, uh, that tent no, but just, not um, mention them <laughs> <laughs> no, but ever since then and, uh, no, I've known Ashie a few years now um, Good friends. Yeah, we so, are uh, good friends, close mates. Jack and Ashy with the weekly Glasgow Warriors podcast. So, who is in the the Glasgow Warriors Six Nations leadership group? Who who's in there? Um, well, Rob Harley was, but he's been s- s- taken away from our, <laughs> our, our clutches, which probably shortens the meeting somewhat with his. Um, peculiar lines of thought um <laughs> so uh so yeah so this morning it was dth who's normally in it anyway uh cully as well um and uh f- myself uh, uh nick frisbee are in it brandon um fuzzy fraz uh, being being depressing as always um so there's a there's a good balance in there and uh yeah so it's good fun with kenny murray leading it this week as well um it was good. And he, had, he had his little bullet points and minutes for the meeting, <laughs> and it was uh, very structured. And actually, probably stuck to time better today than uh, than with uh, Rens. At, at the that was that was going to be the next question. <laughs> Kenny Murray's head coach of the week with Dave Rennie away at his son's wedding in New Zealand. So apart from the time keeping, what's the what have the differences been? Is he is he taking the helm? Is he sat in his sat in his chair? Yeah, What's he yeah, wearing he, his big head coach hat? <laughs> he's in the boss's seat, came in in a suit this morning, <laughs> and uh, firing people left, right? <laughs> yeah, <and center>. exactly. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, so no, it's good. It's quite, it's quite good fun. And Kenny deserves it. He's um, he's been here a good, good number of years, and and he's obviously did, did the head coach's role at all at air. So he's not not um, new to that sort of side of things. And yeah, he's, it's good. Um, is it different, he, or is it kind of just it doesn't feel too different? Just doesn't more feel too different, I guess, because because we're all on the same uh, song sheet anyway. Um, there's nothing new really getting put in. It's just uh, a different voice. Um, so the Ouija's are happy. Um, mm-hmm. Kiwis probably not so much, um, <laughs> but no. So it's uh, it's yeah, it's it's good fun and it's exciting and it's probably nice for Kenny to to get that um, that role and obviously um, it's great that Dave gets to go and see his, his son get married, which um, because with rugby you you do miss out on a lot and sacrifice a lot and so um, for the way the way it's worked out um, and hopefully we'll we'll do Kenny justice <laughs> and Dave doesn't feel like he's screwed up. But, um, so it should be all be good. It was internal team announcement today. Dave says the same thing after every team announcement. <laughs> did Kenny? Did Kenny say that? Or did he have his own one? <laughs> no, he did. He, he stuck to it. Um, don't know whether he's as superstitious as Dave, but he, uh, yeah, he came up with the, the old statement as well. Well, I spoke to Kenny Murray earlier today about the head coach role and how he's dealing with it. This is the Glasgow Warriors official podcast. Kenny, how was your first day as Glasgow Warriors head coach treated you? Yep, um, obviously spent a bit of time reviewing the, the game from the weekend, um, the Saracens game and uh, the sort of key learnings from that. Um, we were pretty pleased with some of the aspects of our game, but against uh, the better teams in Europe, if you don't get your, your, your complete game right, then you get punished and that's what happened to us at the weekend. So yeah, it's a bit of a time reviewing that um, and then we, we get through our clarity, so... Um, just looking at ahead, fixing things from the weekend, and then also looking ahead to the Ospreys game this week and what's going to be important for us there. We're obviously been missing a, a, a fair chunk of the players now of an international camp, so um, it's a really good opportunity for those you know guys that maybe haven't been involved as much to get a bit more time on task um, over the next few weeks. So yeah, it's been, it's been a good day. From a personal point of view, though, what are the main differences between? an assistant coach and a head coach have you had to do anything majorly differently or have you just been going going about it the way um, you normally would actually just get just get more things in your, your plate really um, obviously as an assistant coach I look after defence and focus on that but you know I suppose I spent a lot of time yesterday on sort of speaking to medics speaking to conditioners um, speaking to coaches we had our um, coaches conference call Sunday night last night um, for about an hour and 15 minutes so sort of leading that so just all those other wee bits and bobs on top of your role, but obviously the guys are it's an experienced coaching team we've got, so the, the guys are, are on the ball, what they need to do. So um, no, it was a pretty straightforward process today, to be honest. John Humphreys has been going around telling people that Dave asked him to be head coach this week and he turned it down. What, what do you have to say to that? Well, anybody who knows John Humphreys' organisational skills um, probably realise why Dave was very quick not to ask him to be the head coach. <laughs> This is a guy who was meant to be looking after a young player we had in here on, on our training day and he was meant to be taking him home, still living in the same area and Humps went home and left him here, forgot about him. So that's, that's a level of organisation and detail what, we're talking about. And Greg Willard was on this podcast before he tells the story about you and him climbing Ben Lomond. Yeah, um, in the last um, t- uh, week we, we had off during that autumn test window um, I'd organised for a group of us to climb Ben Lomond, so myself, Ian Monaghan, uh, Greg and Humps had all agreed we would do it, so we we got organised, we 
went there on the day, even despite the weather being pretty poor, we decided we were going to go because we planned to go. But we got there, waited in humps, no, no turn up, and eventually we got a phone call from him saying that he couldn't find Ben Lomond. <laughs> so um, we were a bit surprised, you know. Oh, he was in, he was in Loch Lomond, but couldn't find Ben Lomond. I just, I told him just to look for the highest peak. I say if you find the highest peak, you'll probably find it. So, uh, yeah, there's another good reason why he's not the head coach this week. Jack and Ashy with the weekly Glasgow Warriors podcast. People might have seen on social media that we are going to use the podcast today to announce a new contract, exclusively announce a new contract before the news goes out later this afternoon. So if you're getting the podcast nice and early, you will be the first to hear that Adam Ash, Warriors Weekly co-host himself, is staying at Scotson for another two years. Mate, I personally am delighted. How are you feeling about it? Absolutely delighted. Uh, really, really pleased to be staying here for another two years. And I think we're we're a club that's got a lot of ambition and wants to wants to push on to, to you know, grow and develop and really inspire the community around us. So you know, that being said, I'm, I'm really pleased to be staying here and to be a part of it. So uh, it's exciting times and it's good to, to get it announced. This is the Glasgow Warriors official podcast. Well, I've got a bit of a quiz. I put together a little bit of a quiz for you three about Sir Jacko's 150th this weekend. He will become the, bear with me, 12th player to reach 150 caps. I've got a pad and paper here, guys. Right. Oh, my gosh, here we go. Rory Jackson will become the 12th player in Glasgow Warriors history to make 150 caps. How many of the other 12, of the other 11, sorry, can you name? Individually. <laughs> okay. Individually. So you get a point right. for each. You'll get a point for each. Um, let, no. <laughs> let me see how many. I'm going to give you a few clues along the way. Um, All right. One, two, three, four, five. Am I right there? Six are still playing, and four of them are still playing for us. I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Six of them are still playing, four of them for us. Um, so a point for each. <laughs> five, six, seven. Yeah, so 11 points up for grabs. And that's just the first question. So four still play for us. Four still play for us currently. Four. This isn't including Jacko. So <coughs> okay. So, um, oh, yeah. So four this is other. difficult. Mm. Uh, right, I'm, I'm just checking around. around sure yeah, well. I'm just uh, thinking of that board that's downstairs. I yeah. Play that, yeah, I know. No copying, guys. Come on. Um, oh, I just had one in my head. Right, I'll put some. I'm going to stick with that. How many have you got? How many you got? No, how many caps have you got? Cap. <laughs> uh, me personally, it must be like seventy. Get in there. Get in there. <laughs> Get in there. Slowly. Um, right, I've got nine. I think I'm quite confident. You're going to stick with stick with those. Maybe a couple of right, I'm gonna stick couple of some. tight ones. Right, that's good, Paddy. That's good going. I'm on eight. So we got Adam Ash, Jack McDowell, Paddy. Ashley, start with you. Give me one. Um, Rob Harley. Correct. Everyone? Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone have Rob Harley? Check. Uh, staff. Uh, Pete Horn. Pete Horn, correct. 
Everyone happy at home? Yep. Yes. Paddy? Graham Morrison. Graham Morrison, correct. <laughs> yes. Did everyone have Graham Morrison? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so far, so good. Hugh Wilson. Ryan Wilson, correct. Oh, Paddy. Oh, did not get that? I didn't get that. No. Get that either. Oh, so, she's sorry. Yes, boys, I'm up. Does he listen to both? Yes. Nah. <laughs> 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 Alright, Steph? Uh, Chris Fazzaro. Chris Fazzaro is correct. Everyone have Chris Fazzaro? Yeah, Oh, oh. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Paddy. Um, Andy Henderson. You were off the board earlier. Didn't yeah. Andy Henderson does not have one. Does he not? Lucky. Yes. No. That was a good one. Four eight. I'll lose a point for that. No, no. Okay, no. thanks. Uh, Ashley. Uh, Pat MacArthur. Correct. Oh, Dab. Sorry, Pat. I thought about Pat at the start as well. You two miss. Neither yeah. of you guys. Yeah, no, get Pat. Sorry, Pat. <sighs> Oh, he'll be, he listens as well. He'll he'll <laughs> Speaking of people, we have poor try returns for appearances. We get two, <laughs> two, two in hundred and fifty. Um, Staff, onto you. Sean Lamont. Sean Lamont is incorrect. Incorrect. I had him down as well. Did you have? I wasn't sure. How many did he have? I don't know off the top of my head. Wait, I got one. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, Dougie Hall. Dougie Hall is correct. Yes, thank you. Did everyone have Dougie Hall? No, I didn't get that. No, we did not have that. Paddy, yes. Dougie Hall. The bold Al Kellogg. Al Kellogg yeah. is correct. Oh. Staff missed him. Oh. Not very well here, though. No, that's um, four so far. Anyone else? We get five. I'm, I put Chris Custer. Yeah, I had Chris Custer as well. Chris Custer is incorrect. Oh, because I had read him on the board earlier. Mm. I also had Jason White, because I read him on the board earlier as well. But I don't know. Him. Jason White is incorrect. Colin uh, Gregor. Incorrect. Henry? No. No, Henry. I think Henry got four nine maybe. Hoggy? Graham Beveridge. No, 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 no. <laughs> Are you just, have you got these written down? No, I don't. John know. Barkley. But he's a, he's had yeah, John Barkley written I got down. John Barkley. John Barkley is correct. Yes. Uh, There's a point for Adam Ash. So is that everyone's That's me. Orange as well, but I don't think. No, I just, That's I just me. didn't. So after the first round, Adam Ash got seven, Paddy Kelly got six, and Stafford you got four. The other The Glasgow Warriors official podcast with Jack and Ashy.